Dave Filoni doesn't know Star Wars. With Ahsoka on the way, the growing pains of the Star Wars timeline are very evident. And with this interview, we know too much about how little they're paying attention. And we also have confirmation on something very exciting for Cal Kestis. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. There's something very exciting happening with Jedi Survivor. Yes, indeed. This is the same kind of situation that we had with the first game, Jedi Fallen Order. We knew that they wouldn't let such a massive success go to waste. And we all but knew that they were going to be working on another game. Mm -hmm. And it seems like this is the same situation. And the game director for the series has pretty much said exactly that. He says, I always wanted to see this as a trilogy. How can we take Cal and the crew to new places beyond what we're doing in the first game? We had a pretty decent idea of time frame, where we wanted Survivor to take place, what the stakes were going to be, what the tone of the game was going to be, what Cal was going to be up against, and how the crew was going to factor into that. And there's ideas of what could possibly be beyond that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I have I have that same thought too. As far as where you want to see Cal going or just with like, yes, it needs to be a third game. Yes, there needs to be a third game. Yeah. I feel like it's really fun to see the growth that Cal had. Going from someone who was very frightened to use the Force and uh, became more mature in that to what we see now as Cal Kestis as a very mature, very confident Jedi, or not necessarily even a Jedi, but like trying to uphold some of the visions and the thoughts around the idea of the Force, and to really support that going into further into Star Wars. I think I was telling you about it, like when we had finished, I say we because I was just watching you finish the game. Um, <laughs> the, the royal the gameplay. The royal we. Uh, <laughs> When we finished the game, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I was kind of saying to you, I'm like, man, there really needs to be like a third one because, A, just how it ended, mm -hmm. and B, it really feels like with the first one, they really show him as the apprentice. Yeah. And then in this second game, it was, now now he's the knight. Mm -hmm. And now in the third game, we're going to get the master. Like, yes. just we're going to get this, mm, this punch of cow. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to be yeah. yeah, definitely. And, and I feel like this is following a very similar kind of story arc as like the original trilogy of movies because mm. you have Luke Skywalker, very green character when we see him in A New Hope, very like naive. We see him in the second movie go into like, he, he faces some really deep things and really goes into the struggles of what it means to be a Jedi in this time period. Mm -hmm. And then in the third movie, we see him really come into his own. We see Luke Skywalker be the character he needs to be. And we've made this connection before that Cal Kestis is honestly the new Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Like he's the, he's the Luke Skywalker that we kind of wanted to see this entire time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. He's the Luke Skywalker of the games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really fun to see that like exploration into this really new character and how much respect and care that they put into this character. Truly. I feel like that's one of the ways that the book really fell short. Battle Scars, they leaned too far into the idea of Cal being this very naive character. Yeah. When Cal was never naive in Jedi Fallen Order. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just rediscovering himself. Like, he wasn't 
unintentionally like he he was hiding these specific parts of himself and that's what made the story so great is like really coming into his own as a character yeah and not being just completely dumb and oblivious to it truly yeah he knew he knew what he was doing he knew why he was doing Mm -hmm. it and it was mostly just the circumstances that pushed him to become the thing that he always needed to be yeah but that he didn't want to be because mm-hmm. it was it was scary. It was dangerous. Yeah. And, and well, he needed to hide because mm-hmm. he would die if he did not like hide the the force in him. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's really good to see this character and truly this remodel of mm-hmm. Luke. Like yeah. that we are seeing this, and it, it's just it's so nice to see that homage to the original Star yeah. Wars and just and just the respect for it too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's why it feels Star Wars mm. like it some of the things so that have Star come Wars. out it doesn't doesn't quite hit but mm-hmm. Fallen Order definitely definitely did yeah it's the Sir Jedi because he struggles with here. it he struggles yeah. with his strength he struggles with the dark side he struggles with like the anger the resentment the fear what he actually wants continuing to fight to almost like drown out his own thoughts mm-hmm. like that's honestly where we mm-hmm. meet him in the beginning of jedi survivor truly and then through that story we see a lot more of like an understanding of what he wants in his life with his friendships with his relationships and seeing where he really wants to go in the galaxy mm-hmm. and that's really fun to see yeah i i'm gonna be so fascinated to see what they take where they take him i mm-hmm. mean we've gotten to if the cal Marin relationship yeah. is thrown into tor- turmoil again i'm going to I'm going to strike. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go and sit out front of Respawn's headquarters with a sign that says, make Cal X Marin great again. Seriously. Yeah. (laughs) That was such an interesting relationship beat that they had going on. Uh The sexual tension was really strong. It's palpable as we were playing through it. Spoiler alert. Slight spoiler alert. We all know it. We've all seen the screenshots. We've all seen the kiss. But... (laughs) Uh, yeah, like <laughs> she hilarious. would come in. Yeah, I'd be playing it, and then she'd be like, uh, "Have they talked about the kiss?" Yeah, have we talked? It? Have and we it'd been like five yet? hours as I was like going through on these side quests and like going to these different areas. We I went through some of those story missions, and it didn't pick up again until like much later in the game. Like, are we are we gonna talk about it? Yeah. Hello. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, they were mm. they were definitely pulling some heartstrings on me. So yeah, I like I, I need to I know. I need to know. I need closure. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they know what's going on here. Mm. But yeah, hopefully they don't do any of that. Mm. I feel like we're we're due a good relationship in Star Wars. Han Solo and Leia eventually dissolves with the mm. Force Awakens. We find out that they just separated. And like, come on. We need to see some. We need to see some good relationships here in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not just single dads, please saving the galaxy. But I think it would be it would be fun to see something like that explored in the video games, in particular. But what what do you think this means? Like the announcement coming for that they're basically all this stems from they're hiring specifically for uh, the next Jedi Survivor game, pretty much, and they're looking to beef that up. So the first game came out in 2019. Uh. 2023 is when we got the second game Mm -hmm. so they're doing really good with their like turnarounds yeah that's a great four years um so comes out 2027 Mm -hmm. it may come out before uh (laughs) star wars eclipse does yep what would you what do you want to see 
a lot can happen in four years. Yeah. It's been a hard five years. <laughs> I know. Are they going to do another time jump? I think they have to, honestly. Yeah. But they are pushing close to the Battle of Yavin. So yeah, Jedi Survivor was nine BBY. Hmm. So they do have, they, they could do another five year jump, honestly. Yeah, I think it would be probably I think they at least sense. need to do have have some kind of time jump honestly yes because we leave them on a planet that's mm-hmm. hidden away what are they gonna do with it what are they doing with this kid what's yeah. going on like yeah there's gonna need to be that push forward as well as tension like t- that time to make attention mm-hmm. come to be yeah wanting to see what's what's going on with their lively crew I really don't know I honestly I would never have thought they were gonna go this direction from Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Like that that was that was also yeah, a jump. Jedi like, Fallen Order to Jedi Survivor uh-huh. was quite the change. It definitely tonally, like it definitely mm-hmm. matured that story. As Cal deepens his connections and his wants and understanding like what his goals are in the galaxy, not mm-hmm. just Oh, hey, I need to fight the Empire till I die. Bringing yeah. down as much of the stormtroopers or evil or whatever his goals are in Star Wars down to now he has hope. There is a place for them to go. There is this idea of freedom, expansion, and something to really aim for. Yeah, I think they will play with that definitely a mm-hmm. lot more too. Yeah, there's gonna be. Maybe it's be... a three-year time jump to where you get five years before the Battle of Yavin, or mm. maybe you do a five-year jump and then it's what is it, three or four years mm. until? I wonder if they're gonna. I mean, they have to. There's been such a theme of family. Mm. Yes, in these show and the shows. It feels like a show to me because I just watch. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in these games, that I, I'll be really curious to see how that evolves mm-hmm. and changes him because now he does have that thing to hope for and yeah he's gonna have people that even though he always has had these people to protect and want to keep safe mm-hmm. it's gonna be so much more especially with this yeah there's more to lose too yeah i'm not gonna claim to know where they're gonna go with all this but uh-huh. family's <laughs> definitely gonna be a big part of that well jedi survivor takes place at the same time that obi-wan kenobi takes place uh-huh. So there is a very interesting connection there. And we're starting it into more of like, it's not quite Rebels timeline, mm-hmm. but we're getting close there. Yeah. Like we're getting close to like Solo. I think Solo takes place five years before A New Hope. Hmm. So we would be getting closer to that Solo time frame. That could be a fun tie-in or like they could definitely play around with this really interesting time in the galaxy. Maybe it is more geared towards that. You have Outlaws that's that fills in the gaps between like the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. What if you see almost that gap in between where like Solo is and A New Hope? Hmm. That could be interesting because of all the syndicates, because of like Darth Maul's group and because of all these different changes and adjustments and all of this stuff. I feel like that could be a very interesting timeline for Hmm. them to explore. It does make me think about like, what are we going to see as far as like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. the timeline and stuff like that. Like what's, what's going to, what's going on and how is... Cal going to affect it in his little, yeah. little way of just being like no passing ju- by. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> this is where we are. Fleshing out that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Speaking, though, of complicated timelines and mm-hmm. where things could be placed in Star Wars, I feel like we have a very great example of like the usage of the timeline in The Fallen Order 
and Jedi Survivor. There's yeah. just the Jedi series. Yeah. I feel like we have a great example of what can really be done when you flesh out a time period in Star Wars. And then in something that feels like they're building the rocket as they're flying it, mm. you have the complicated relationship with Dave Filoni and timelines in Star Wars. Mm. You have John Favreau saying, oh yeah, it was two years that passed in between season two slash Book of Boba Fett and what we see in season three of Star Wars. And then you have Dave Filoni being like, no, it all happened in the year. Seasons one, two, and three all happened nine ABY. And that is, uh, it, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> the the fact that there isn't this like clarity on when mm-hmm. things are taking place and what's happening in the galaxy because I feel like, I feel like there's constraint. I feel like Dave Filoni slash John Favreau slash Kathleen Kennedy, whoever is involved with that, those decisions, but mostly Dave Filoni at this point with his vision for the Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's constraints and fear and uh, concerns around how quickly they could be going to what we see of The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens takes place at 34 ABY. So after the Battle of Yavin, Force Awakens is 34 years after, apparently. Mandalorian, we know for sure Mandalorian season one takes place at nine ABY. So nine years after the Battle of Yavin, we see what happens to these characters and the creation of the Mandoverse. And then season two happens, which I think I think season two can can feasibly take place a number of months after season one. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. not too too big of a jump. Yeah. Where it gets really complicated is Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. If you're if you're looking at like, oh hey, Book of Boba Fett, the 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 season two finale for The Mandalorian was so emotional and so gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. And to have all of that happen, let's just say January of 9 ABY, whatever the time frames are, months whatever. <laughs> let's just say it's it, it we know it's a year. They do have a year system, however that's calculated. Let's just say January season one of Mandalorian takes place. And then let's say April or May is Mm -hmm. when season two takes place. Okay, that checks out. Book of Boba Fett, to have any semblance of like any emotion, it has to be at least three months, right? At least three months after season two. Otherwise, like, what what the heck is Mando doing? Just like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah. Let's go see. Like, he didn't even give Grogu a chance to learn anything if it wasn't a number of months. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I just, I'm just trying to piece it all in my head mm-hmm. of like what happened. That's why I'm using like our months. <laughs> right, right. I'm trying to piece together in my head, though, like what happens in mm-hmm. all these seasons and things. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have to at least have been three months. Right, at minimum. Minimum. Let's let's give them some grace here, and let's just say three months. August slash September is when Book of Boba Fett would take place. Grogu goes to school. Grogu goes to school, <laughs> and that's only three months left in this year time period. Mm-hmm. So apparently, in this hypothetical month year calendar, maybe Star Wars ears are. 16 months i don't know i don't know if we've got confirmation around like how long each year is but let's just say for example of this for for this argument here Mm -hmm. let's just say it's 12 months okay well spando season three it seems like there was at least a little bit of time Mm -hmm. after book of boba fett before season three takes place Mm -hmm. let's just give them a month 
Yeah. September to October. October is when season three happens. You know what else is going to be taking place at this time frame? We already had seasons one, two, and three of Mando. Book of Boba Fett also happens in 9 ABY. And Ahsoka is now being placed in that time slot as well. Oh my gosh. And during an interview, they said that Ahsoka is set at the same time as Mando season three. That's a smart move, I feel like, because they didn't say like a specific time frame. Like they didn't say blah, 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 ABY. They said it's set at the same time frame as Mando season three. I don't understand why it needs to be there, but what are your thoughts on this? I'm so confused. Okay, so you've got these separate seasons of things. I don't like this. It feels very easy. Like, mm-hmm. it, nothing feels worked for yeah. if you're putting everything in one little It's like, year. guys, we packed this entire year full of five TV shows uh-huh. where so much stuff happens. It's like, do you realize how long... We, again, don't know how long a year is in yeah. Star Wars. Right. But let's just say it's 12 months, however that's calculated. Maybe it's the moons around Coruscant sets the whole yearly thing because each planet would have a different circumference around whatever sun is based around. So who knows? Yeah, maybe it's like 9 ABY on Tatooine, but it's like 15 ABY on Coruscant. I mean, it's space we're dealing with. Yeah. Maybe we should never have gotten into the weeds of these years, because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we... we and or open up the floodgates. We know this is yeah. a real thing, because BBY is real. Everything's based off of that, so that's what we know about in Star Wars, is this time period, and they refer to it, and they ask questions, and they answer questions around when things are set in Star Wars, and how much time after things are set. There's got to be some kind of exploration here... Some kind of, like, clarity for us to know when things are set. Otherwise, like, I can't tell what the stakes are. Like, if we have 34 years to work with, but every single year is, like, 15 years worth of content. Wait, and you're telling me... Okay, let's let's think about Moff Gideon for a second. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, like, he went to prison. Yeah, he jail, went to prison. And then, like, a couple months later, he broke out. And now he's got this whole hidden... Fully grown clones. Grown clone army of himself. Like, I'm sorry. In a year? Um... I mean, sure, maybe he was doing so, a lot of this all behind the scenes. That is definitely before. the case. That, I mean, that, for so sure. Every single question we ask can be like, well, he's probably doing oh, this. No, he's doing whole this. Come on. Yeah. Again, not. it doesn't feel earned. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like we've experienced this year. Like It yeah. just seems like, oh yeah, we've been doing all these things and now you just get to mm-hmm. see the snippets of I, like I, yeah. all of our hard-earned work that we just didn't show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't understand too the reason why they're making these decisions because mm-hmm. if they set if they start the Mandoverse at 9 ABY they have what is it like 25 years to work with before they need to end it. Yeah. During that 25 year span we know certain things have to happen. We know Han and Leia get married. We see that through the book. Eventually they have Kylo as a son. Eventually he goes into training at the academy that luke skywalker built eventually like there's these key moments that happen during those time frames so i wonder if they're just trying to capitalize if they have like a specific time span that they want to work with specifically for the mandoverse before mm-hmm. they get into like the bigger stuff with like han luke leia and kylo and those it, kinds of things it's a big galaxy though like we don't 
we can cross these timelines mm-hmm. and never see anything. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Uh-huh. I don't think everything has to take place at the exact same time yeah. in this time frame. I think there can be a passage of time. And I think that would definitely make more sense that there's more time past. Ahsoka asks the question, where's Admiral Thrawn? And then later on, maybe it's a year later before she actually sees what comes of that question Mm -hmm. like tracking down different clues talking to moff gideon fighting moff gideon like those key moments happen and it's not like a few months later that she finds out all the details maybe it is it seems like they're that's what they're giving us but it's definitely strange that this is the discussion that we're having around the timelines because apparently skeleton crew is going to be set around this time frame as well i think ahsoka and skeleton crew happen at the same time and which means that Mando season three happens at the same time. I don't understand why they need to do this. Why? Why? That, yeah. Uh-huh. It, honestly, And maybe I think, they're not asking that question. Yeah, they're probably not. They're probably just like, all this is going to come to a climax. And so it's all kind of just around the same time. Ugh. I, I think that's kind of how I want to go into this now. Like, I just, I don't even want to think about timelines. I don't want to yeah, think about... I, but they just released a book called Star Wars Timelines. Why? So, oh my gosh. I think this is a part of Star Wars and this is part of what makes Star Wars fun is breaking down when things are set, who could possibly come up and like especially with the Mandoverse and especially with Dave Filoni in particular, mm-hmm. he's all about the cameos and he's all about who shows up and when and what makes sense or yeah. what doesn't even make sense, like considering how old Cad Bane would be, considering how old Ahsoka might be, considering how these different characters are affecting and like blending from the Clone Wars to the original trilogy to now the the New Republic era there's a lot of this gray area when it comes to when things take place with star wars right now i'm not loving it Mm -hmm. i'm not i just it just makes me confused and mm -hmm. doesn't feel like they're really taking the mo like the effort to really like yeah let's sit here and find out when things are set there needs to be a passage of time I feel like that that would motivate like it would add some stakes to it it mm-hmm. would add like okay and not stakes in terms of like yeah we know they want to f- do a lot of stories and t- like before the force awakens takes place stakes in terms of in the story time is passing things are happening there's a progression and it makes sense for certain things to happen at certain times sure but make it mean something mm-hmm. like don't just yeah, Cad like if Bane season two of Mando takes place, it ends, it's super emotional, we all cry, and then, and that same year, Grogu decides, like, peace out, uh, I'm not a Jedi, I'm a Mando boy, in the same year, it definitely seems... <laughs> It lessens that. And people that didn't watch Book of Boba Fett, they felt that lessening of the story when they watched season three of Mando. This is the struggle. This is the struggle that they're going to be facing with how much content. But we won't have the struggle for long because Disney is making those changes to where they're going to have like more thought out decisions on what happens and when, especially when it comes to Disney Plus TV shows and the streaming services that they plan to make content for, especially around these key ideas like star wars marvel and the other other properties that they have so i think it's going to be interesting oh for sure i just hope that they give it the time that it needs Mm -hmm. you know like just take a minute and think about what you're doing please (laughs) don't just run headlong into this 
Like, uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. But let us know your thoughts on the topics that we discussed today. Do you think Dave Filoni knows what the heck he's talking about when it comes to the timeline of Star Wars anymore? Let us know in the comments below. And are you excited for Jedi Survivor 3? Jedi 3. Hmm. Let us know in the comments below or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. You can watch the podcast on YouTube. Like to make it as best of an experience as you can. You can pick up on audio and then continue on video or vice versa. As always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you. <laughs>